Kids out yeah. there, you don't need a shrink. Your parents do. If your parents know know how to write, yeah. you know, uh, look, they, as a parent, and you'll be the first one to say, nothing prepares you for it. Right. You can read as many books as you want. No. Nothing really prepares you for yeah. it because you're not. And you better learn you how as a to parent, trust not a machine. And there are people, and your kids certainly yeah. not machines. You but, better learn how to trust But with your that gut. being said, if you're having problems, don't send your kid to the shrink. That's lazy. Welcome to the What I Meant to Say podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, founder of Be Better Media and a mom of four, passionate about human connection. Throughout my journey, I have experienced many What I Meant to Say moments. But since life doesn't give us do-overs, I've created a space to reflect and tell our stories again with a little more grace for ourselves and the hope that we can help others and be better for having listened. Welcome to the What I Meant to Say podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and I am here today with Jason Debilius, host of The Option Podcast, one of my greatest friends, and the guy who kind of got me started in all this. So yeah. um, I am so excited for this one because we're just going to go freestyle with Jason's quality research, and we have a lot to cover today. So There's let's something go. I'd like to get off my chest before we talk yes. about some interesting stuff that makes... That's within your wheelhouse because your job yeah. is to make be better human beings. My job, my podcast, we're just there to talk, you know, talk junk. You talk and, about all kinds and, of great yeah, stuff. And, and yeah. of course, good stuff yeah. is the residue of just me, you know, shoot, shooting the stuff. But, um, and I promised I wasn't going to talk about volleyball in my wheelhouse, but I don't really Oh, no, I, I want to talk mean, about volleyball. But um, there's a guy named George Santos. Oh, uh, yes. Who, um, Long Island rep that won, won his um, district. Yeah, he can't, yeah. That won his district and became this rep. And everybody's like, wow, this guy seems too good to be true. Like, you look at his resume or whatever and this and that. But it turns out it's made national headlines. Like, I, as a New Yorker, I already knew it uh, yeah. for all the reasons. But And usually I don't care if I, oh, a politician lied. It's like, who cares, right? So so here's a, long, a laundry list, right? He lied about where he went to school. Um, said he was... Um, Attended certain universities, which includes Baruch College, which we're going to get into. <laughs> Lied about where he worked. Said he um, um, worked at Goldman Sachs, but didn't want to do that. Said he was yeah. turned down City Corps. Turned out, turns out that never happened. He lied about owning rental properties. He lied about being robbed of his rent money. Um, he lied about being Jewish, which in New York is a taboo. That's a deal breaker. And he says, yeah. I didn't mean Jewish. I meant Jewish. Um, and, the, and of course, Semantics. Jewish. I mean, and that's dangerous, right? Because you can't even criticize Israel, no, yeah. <laughs> or, which is no. not like a religion. You can't right. even, you know, you no, can't even criticize that without religion. being caught yes. into Semitic. This dude crossed the line. Big time. You know, yeah, he yeah. punched him in the star, David. Um, lied about his criminal status in Brazil. <sighs> not getting into that. Lied, lied, lied to donors. Um, and then lied about the timing of his mother's death, said his mom died in 9-11. Turns out she died like in 2016. Uh, I mean, my gosh. Yeah, lied about his campaign finances. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna piss off finance people. Lied about his name, nobody cares. Lied to investors, that's gonna, you know, he might wind up dead somewhere. But I guess, this, and we're just, man, we're just getting started, but I had to get this off my chest. The show the book that broke the camel's back. This guy <laughs> said he, he got a scholarship, a volleyball scholarship at Baruch College. Not possible. And he said, yeah. <laughs> Not and he possible. said, um, well, that's why I'm going to give you the floor in the sniff test. <laughs> I know what I mean. And he also said the, the year he played, they wiped the floor with Harvard and Yale. So now New Yorkers, they already knew this guy was full of it, you know, because most New Yorkers are familiar, volleyball players are familiar with the CUNY system. And 
Um, with respect to the CUNY system, there's only really two good coaches out of all of that, whatever. Um, then you got NYU, Jose Pena, that's mm -hmm. not a CUNY school, but, but everyone knew it was a lot because they all knew the year um, he was talking about. Mm -hmm. But this is where I'm going to give you the floor. Like, you live in California, right? And someone says that. You have a sniff test. Right. And the first part is what? Like, Baruch College. Like, right. Like, Scholarship, not possible. Division <laughs> one. It's not even I mean, I mean for it's men's barely possible in Division I, One. That's, but it's that's what makes possible. you look, right? No. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And you would know that. And a journalist who's writing an, an article or doing the research on someone yeah. should know that. Yeah, so it's Baruch is Division Three. Yeah. Right? And, and Division Three doesn't offer athletic scholarships. Correct. Um, Division One educating our people only offers four point five. So you as a volleyball right. mom, right? Yeah. You're like an eighteen person roster. Ain't nobody getting no full ride. No one gets that ride in Division One, right? right? So, yeah. and the second thing was um, Yale yeah, doesn't have a men's program. Yeah, they don't have a men's NCAA program. No. So yeah, I'm sure they might have a heck of a club team. I don't know yeah. that, but. They so, do not have an NCAA program. So you so, could play Harvard, but you couldn't play Yale. So <laughs> it's bittersweet for me because um, Baruch is now making the news, the men's volleyball program. And I thought that was long overdue because the yeah. year he's talking about, they did, in fact, wipe the floor with Harvard. They beat him 3 0. Um, okay. They visited California. They played the Banana Slugs. Yeah. Who, um, at the time, I think it was. Um, That's a great Division three. Todd program. Hollenbeck. I think he was yeah. coaching them. And um, no more ums. <laughs> and he. Yeah, great program. And Baruch beat him in five. They they lost him in four and beat him in five, nice. and then they beat then beat Harvard, okay, what year was which this is again? Division two thousand ten, I believe. Okay. They had a, this recruitment of uh, extraordinary Puerto Rican players. In fact, three of them transferred from Elms College. Okay. So, so he figured Santos. Yeah. I think that I believe there was a Santos on the team, but See, everything does but go back to thought he can get away somehow. with that. So <laughs> I'm I'm happy that Baruch's actually getting mentioned because. Besides Springfield, I don't think there's a, a Division three program that produces like the most professional players. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. all they're all playing pro and, or whatever. And, and George all, Santos is yeah. definitely not one of them. Yeah, <laughs> so. and and the other reason why it's sweet because Baruch wasn't always like that. There's a guy named Justin Stack uh -huh. who um, took guys that were oh, that no one would touch. He took guys that never played volleyball. Stay, stay, played with me for a year, and the next year that guy's a good middle. And he took from 2003 to 2006. Okay, he built this program where like everyone's like yeah. I want to go to that school right you know and then his wife who was a shrewd recruiter and also and also a coach took over as head mm -hmm. coach and as a family they created this that's fantastic dynasty which is Forbes magazine New York Times magazine you want to let's you can't talk about Baruch and where they are or, or without talking about what the the stack family has created that's so very cool. so that's the happy part yeah know. no the I'm, sad part is I can forgive anything and I can forgive any lie Right. Okay. When I read off this yep. list of lies, what yeah. were you thinking? That guy could become president. Oh well, yeah, sadly, <laughs> yeah, because we have these. I don't care what party you're talking about. We have a small group of people trying to protect their power, influence, and money. Mm, we're Sick of oh, it. Are we? Are we are we're, Sick of it. Ooh, yeah. you you don't punch yeah. them in the mansion. Yeah. <laughs> you don't punch <laughs> them on the mansion door. This is why. This is why I love mixing it up with you. This is how. So, yeah, I could forgive anything, but not volleyball. That's, come on. Yeah. You don't have to lie about I know. that. That is the big, a big-time C story. So. Yeah. Well, so I got that off my chest. You don't even have to actually. It's not, it might not even be worth a whole section. Well, here's the deal. I, my, my blanket on any of these stories is, like, I don't understand how people sleep at night. I say that way too often mm -hmm. these days. 
Because yeah. how do you sleep at night? You're going to be on the front page of every newspaper, but then no one seems to care. The guy is still in Congress. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? We don't want our kids to get away with this kind of stuff, but here, no. let me elect you, put you in Congress, and let you be some kind of story that we no. have to read about every single day mm -hmm. that something else has come out worse. And it, guess what? It's never just about the one guy. Yeah. There is a power structure behind him mm -hmm. that is allowing this to happen. Not okay. You know the crazy thing is, like, McCarthy yeah. has gotten rid of uh, two people on the, 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 the intel committee. I believe one was Adam Schiff. He, um, he basically said that Adam Schiff knew some things that he wasn't allowed to share. And either on his worst days allowed lies to sail that he knew the truth about, but it, it yeah. did, you know, went against his narrative, or was just going along with the lies. So, but sitting in the room, like and just and talking about like introducing new members. There was only a handful of uh, representatives sitting in the room. One of the representatives sit, sitting front row when McCarthy was talking about getting new blood in there. Yeah. The person sitting front row was Santos. So I'm I like, mean, McCarthy, are you trying to tell me that you're getting these guys out citing as a pretext their integrity and their ability to not speak the truth? <laughs> Seriously. And that guy, and that guy's sitting in your front row. Right. I w if I were McCarthy, I'd be like, you can't sit in the front row. You have to get yeah, in the back because yeah, the so cameras are gonna. You have to sit yeah. sit back there in the crowd. Don't be sitting there like in the like a, like one of those Christians in the front row of the I'm church. I'm telling you, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Oh, good lord. Well, this Some... goes back to the point I think you said before you walked in. You were like, I had to, I had to reduce the amount of time I watched the news to what ten minutes. You yeah. said. I don't want to sit and digest this stuff 24 no. hours a day. It's not inspiring. No. It's not empowering. There's a lot more interesting people walking around doing great things well, than the, this crap that's coming through here. Well, what's happening now? If you remember where we grew up, right? You, yeah. you had this knob on your TV, right? Yeah. You had channel 2, channel 5, 4, 7, 9, yep. 13. And if, and if you... And if you push the rabbit ears, you can <laughs> yeah. watch. You can watch. Um, yeah, that was channel uh, uh, Telemundo. That was you channel, yeah. Twenty-one so, was. Yeah. So we always had this option where they had a finite amount of time. So they only had enough time to just get the news, yeah. tell you the news, and we decided for ourselves what happened right. based on the news received. Yeah. But when cable TV happened and cable news happened, um, and now we're deciding. What, we're, we're trying to make up our mind what the news was, right? And they're telling us what happened, what they, how they feel about it, and we don't even know what the story right. is. So and there's then been this, we're going to form this, our opinion yeah. because we're going to jump on one camp or the other from mm -hmm. whoever's commentary we're listening right. to, mm -hmm. right? And we, and you know, I like to think. I mean, people like you and I have the ability. We love to think for ourselves. We yeah. love the, you know, the the in, inquiring mind of figuring out who's coming from where. Mm -hmm. But kids aren't being taught like to to think like that. No. They're not being taught to ask questions. They're not being built up to have the confidence to ask questions because when they do, mm -hmm. and really, even our generation, when you do, then you're, you're ostracized if you think different than the people around you. Right. Right? So you're, you're encouraged to jump into a camp and go with the group think mentality. Right. And it's not doing anybody well, any good. Well, it's made it hypersensitive because, again, in the 70s and the 80s, there were, there were always Democrats and Republicans and there was political parties. For sure. But, but because the news was more straightforward, yeah. uh, there was a level of civility. Yeah. Where you, um, all right, I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican, I'm, um, you're, you're, you're pro-life, I'm pro-choice. 
okay, we're not going to agree on that, but you know what? We got this this yeah. bill against domestic violence. Yeah, there you know, are issues as a solo we can bill, come let's, let's, together on. Yeah, you don't, yeah. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to sign that bill unless you give me my pro-choice thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so, and I think winning and fighting another day was, was, was um, better in politics back then because of that. Yeah. So, and we're in a very important time because we went from that Mm-hmm. to um, cable networks um, that were subsequently purchased, if not always owned, right. by people who are pulling the strings yeah. to set us apart. Fox News, right, mm-hmm. it's predominantly Republican, right? right. Uh, you have CNN, MSNBC. Um, CN- MSNBC bleeds blue. Yeah. CNN is blue. The new owner's trying to make it more balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you got, they're talking about having Bill Maher have a section, and, oh, okay. and which is a dangerous move. If, the, if they're truly left, that's a dangerous move because Bill Maher is a liberal, but he took an oath to the office of comedy. Yeah. So if, if it's a period of time where the Democrats are stupid, yeah. they're not going to like him. No, right? totally. Uh, uh, he doesn't I mean, subscribe I mean, to groupthink. No. So, yeah. so we went from that to the power of cable news. And now it's more dangerous because now you have independent journalists who, um, I, this is what I like because sometimes if you're at a cable network and you say something that they don't like, you get fired. Yeah. Right? Rachel Maddow, I'm sure, would love to say a bunch of things, but $23,000 an episode? Yeah. I mean, you know, right? What, yeah. what, what does it profit a man if he loses, uh, he gains the world but loses his soul? Yeah. There are compensations. Yeah. Well, there's security <laughs> so, that needs to be had. Yeah. yeah so, um, independent journalists on YouTube, Twitter, whatever, have yeah. changed the game a little bit. That tell makes... them, tell people the the shows you like to watch on on YouTube. Well, there's a show called The Hill. Yeah. Uh, based, they're off. They're they're a YouTube show off the magazine. The magazine is predominantly left, but right. they have a healthy balance of a libertarian Rob Rob Sove or Rob Sove. Mm-hmm. Um, this Brianna Grager who like irks me sometimes but man um she's one of those people when she's on your side you're like preach and when she's not mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god get out of here you know because so, she's that good yeah. yeah well she's almost hysterically good it, yeah. it's like dude you gotta you gotta let someone get a word in but at the same time uh you you, you admire the passion someone yeah. cares that much so yeah. um jimmy Dore is a pothead comedian um, that everyone identifies as right wing which is the greater point i was trying to get to mm-hmm. there's something going on where Big tech. We both agree big tech is dominated by the left, right? Yes. We both know that Hollywood is dominated, is left dominated. Right. So. Correct. I so think. what happens? Uh, um, and I'm just I'm, I'm gonna go as no, fast. I'm gonna go faster on this one. What happens <laughs> is that everyone thought Twitter and like some of these social networks were censoring people that had right-wing views, and they weren't wrong. There, were, there was a percentage of that was right, but that wasn't, what people don't realize, those guys had right-wing views all along. So mm-hmm. it's like, why starting now? Oh, it's because someone's in the White House? No, no, because they, they had those views when Obama was in office. Mm-hmm. What happened was, there's a group that's left to the left. There's okay. a group of people that identify themselves as progressives, yeah. but, but feel like they're betrayed by their, their party. Okay. Um, and when they started talking on Twitter, yeah. that's when censorship happened. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, resident nutball, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, you know, she got whatever. Um, but think about Jimmy Dore being called a right winger, right? Um, yeah. Now, 
If you are a gang person, I'm give you give you the okay. form. If you have the gang mentality, demo, a demo crip or a bloodlicking, as Jesse would call them. Okay. Sorry, I apologize to Crips and Bloods. I'm not. I know you respect. I'm not. I'm only gonna apologize to you. Um, so if you, they're identifying as right wing because he's always calling out the left. And right. to them, if you call out the left, then you must the, by by their law of assumption, based on this on some unfounded given, that you're the other way around. But what you say and what your beliefs are, uh, 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 right. that inspires critical thinking skills. Think Absolutely. about this. Jimmy so Dore, Jimmy Dore is Medicare for all. Yeah. Jimmy Dore is same-sex marriage. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Dore is pro-social uh, pro security. Leave mm -hmm. our social security alone. He is pro-gun um, uh, uh, um, legislation like gun... Reform, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. that yeah. Doesn't think everyone should have a hand cannon. Right. Um, he's all about unions. He's all about fifteen dollar. If he, if he can, you know, twenty five dollar minimum wage yeah. or so whatever. All that so all of these things you. identify. He's yeah. anti war, which which I thought was a classic liberal thing. But now yeah. that talk, that's an ultimate. No, everything is right? switched. Um, so. What I guess what I'm trying to say, and because I, I know you, I, I want you to keep your thought. You have a thought. What I'm trying to say is there's a group of people like him that, that are being accused of being right wing because they are spending a lot of their time telling the left, um, we voted for you. And you've gone too far. You, and and you, 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 we voted for you on forced to vote. We voted for you on Medicare for all. We voted for you. The first thing I'm going to do when I'm in office is codify abortion, yeah. right? You do all these things. And when you get in, right? You do nothing. Anna Kasparian said they can't even pass a voting rights bill. They're losers. That's what she, yeah. she, she remember that erratic yeah. uh, post I, I said? So the floor is yours, but, but I wanted that to, to seep into your, your level of thinking as you... Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I agree with you on every level there because I don't think that labels are doing us any good, mm -hmm. right? I mean, and comedy is going to save us if we allow it to. Yeah. Because they are the last people that can actually say what they think. And most of the time, I mean, there's a lot more out there not letting you get away with it, mm -hmm. but you can get away with it when you, you diffuse with comedy and you attack everybody yeah. equally because nobody, when a comic takes the stage, is is But censoring is, is dangerous. But censorship is super dangerous, and it's happening. Like it is it's happened absolutely. To us. It's happened to both of us. And they think when you're small, no one's gonna notice. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing: I don't want to go up against some 500-pound gorilla. I'm doing too many great things in my day than to sit on freaking hold or find some forum that is never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, no, that's not how my day goes. So moving on. But America, we're, where is our freedom of speech? Where is it gone? Like for people like you and I, for people raising families and trying to teach their kids to think critically and have values and sit around the table and have intelligent discussions, mm -hmm. what's going on? Why is it being taken away? At what cost? And like I said, there is a small group of people that are trying to protect their own power, their own influence, and their own money. And everybody else is, unless you agree with them, is getting shut down. Right. Well, here's how it happens. If someone's influential, well, oh, um, when I say influential, I'll, I'll say like Joe Rogan, right? And some people, you hear the, they hear that word and it, it makes them do this. And some people are like, yeah, preach. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say this. He's the most viewed podcast 
in the world, period. Yeah. And if you're one of those people that actually get your news from Joe Rogan, as far as news networks, he's, he's, yeah. he has well, more, he has 11,000 views an episode. Yeah. Well, right? real quick, people yeah. need to understand the difference between news and commentary. Right. Keep talking. Yes. Because okay. we're, we're, we're not, what, we're doing, what we're doing right this now, we're not, we're not bringing you the news, we're, no. we're, we're having a conversation. Yeah. So this is another guy they identified as being right wing, but when you look at his pattern, he pays his taxes. He he's he's for the eleven hundred dollar a month thing that Andrew Yang said. He's um he's for he's the only the only thing that he might identify being right wing is is he's he's he loves his guns, but that's guns shouldn't be associated with a, a right wing. No, because thing, guns know? are just, very tied to the mental yeah. health crisis. So here's the example that I was trying to do. I Facebook a year ago, what happened was he endorsed someone that was not establishment. Mm -hmm. It was Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. And then... Who, by he, the way, is doing a show. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. And then um, <laughs> after Bernie Sanders lost, he listened to Biden do a couple of speeches. And then he said, I would rather vote for Trump than that guy. So it was all the ammunition they needed to consider him right wing. Because yeah. that's not what he meant. What he meant was, I'd rather vote for Amy Klobuchar yeah. than that guy. I'd yeah. rather vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Than that guy. He wasn't. How, how do we know that? Because yeah. he did in 2016. Yeah. He voted for Hillary. So he also said if Michelle Obama ran, he'd vote for her. So so it's not so when you have cable news and when you have people that control the narrative and they can say whatever they want and not get censored. Right. Uh, uh, Biden said, and Trump has said so many things on Fox News or whatever that were not true, and and the news the next day not only sense, didn't censor it, they didn't even apologize and say we no. like to walk that back. So right. why? Because they can. Well, and you have an uninformed yeah. public. Yeah. Yep. So okay, so it goes back to also to the education and people paying attention. So again, I think what you're trying to say, <laughs> the reason why they get away with it, I defended Joe Rogan on YouTube. I, in fact, made an episode called um, Free Speech is Not Popular Speech. Oh, yeah. No, so for the audience, right, you don't, um, popular speech doesn't need protection. Unpopular speech does. So with J I, one morning, you violated community guidelines, my and, uh, option podcast handle yep. on, on yep. Facebook, which was the most viewed in the sport. Forgive I was me. averaging 17,000 views an episode. Yeah. Uh, um, gone. Wiped clean. Uh, NY Varsity Sports, restricted, meaning yep. that the the followers, if I put up a new video, they don't know. Right. They, uh, where yeah, no, where they used to be notified if I have a new video. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then my, my Facebook handle, um, you know, highly restricted, maybe even yeah. shadow banned. No one even yeah. saw my post. Yeah. And the point I was trying to make, it's easy to censor people because when you decide that you have Rogan's back, yeah. you find that in the end, no one has yours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No one has yours. And it makes you say, hey, um, volleyball is my main wheelhouse. I surrender. Right. I'm not, and it makes the, people... The, you know, I, yeah, I got to so get, get people, away from these gangs. Right. So you the know? good people are going to shut down. Yeah. The people who can critically think, the people who aren't beholden mm -hmm. to any... You're not doing what you're doing to make millions. And by the way, I don't have a problem with people who are making millions speaking no. their name, speaking their, their, their piece, right? But it needs to be, the access should be equal. Yeah. Didn't, but didn't you feel like you, yeah. like when you got your, your, yeah. your, your Instagram, like this huge, immense, a uh, man, you had, you had the following of an, of an 18 year old. You had, you had like the number of followers you had. I'm like, this girl, yeah. this girl's 16 years old or something. <laughs> Cause those are the only people well, I know that have like tens of thousands of. But the uh, thing is, <laughs> it doesn't, it, it didn't, it doesn't equate to worth. 
Yeah. Okay, so the day that it but got didn't make you surrender? Didn't didn't no, make you at some point weeks, say, you know what, I don't want any trouble? No, I spent too much of my life doing that. Good. Yeah, but it also didn't hit my ego. I was like, what the? Like, what is this? Why, yeah. why did this happen? But it didn't, like, affect my day oh, in it hit a way. my ego, man. See, it didn't hit right, my right ego. Right in the ab flab, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. It's... We had some good conversations. Mm. And what did I tell you? Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Well, what and you it, said was, this yeah. too shall pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which meant a lot to me. Yeah, well, yeah. you're welcome. And But it, it's true. And if my account never comes back, my life. That's how you like, choose to go out. Yeah. We, we keep going. We yeah. just keep going. Like, that's how it works for normal people who are passionate about what they're doing. If you know your purpose, you're just going to get up and keep doing it. And is that the message we send to people who um, have an opinion and have been shadow banned and censored? And um, Is that the message we're sending to them right now in this podcast? Yeah. Are we just saying this too shall pass? Just No. Um, yeah. I, because I, there are a lot of people right. that feel the way I felt. Like, you have someone's back that has, that has a platform. Yeah. And that, but if you get canceled, no one has yours. Right. Right. Yeah. Like and and, and you're, like you're George kinda, Floyd. What happened yeah. with George Floyd? Right. Yeah. You have George Floyd's back. You're doing a peaceful protest. It yeah. Spills into riots. Right. And now right. all of a sudden, no one has yours. Right. January six. All those people that believe Trump should have won. Yeah. Uh, Trump made them believe I have your back. Yeah. And, and he didn't. Right. <laughs> so so yeah. these are just examples from the left and the right of of well, people learning the hard way that. There are consequences. Well, it's a hard way. What's hard about breaking through the noise mm -hmm. when your ego is not, when it isn't about you, when it is about the message, when it is about what you're trying to send out into the world to make it better, Yeah. but your ego's not involved. What's frustrating is seeing people who are so much more about themselves be elevated. Yeah. I'm not saying that's Rogan. I think no. his, he's great. I love, I mean, the research no. that goes into no. those shows, it's brilliant. I you, mean, and you never hear him talk more than his guest, unless it's a comedian. Oh, interesting. If it's a comedian, yeah. Um, yeah. it's less of an interview and more of a conversation because yeah. he's a comedian. Yeah. Like everyone's talking about, oh, oh he's in the politics or he's giving medical advice, uh, uh, this and that. Um, he did draw a line in the sand when he when he when he actually said I would vote for Bernie Sanders. He drew a line on the sand, yeah. and I knew Democrats and Republicans would come after it because right. Bernie's an independent, and Bernie, even though he's he leans left uh, on on the Senate floor, even yeah. the, the establishment still just doesn't consider him one of them. Yeah, um, they really don't. Right. So with <laughs> so with Joe, I like it because. Like we're doing. He's not bringing you to news. It's a conversation. Yeah. He's not giving you medical advice. It's a conversation. And he's bringing on people that can't get on other places. Yeah. So what, that's what we're getting at the yeah. heart of here. Because I want to be able to access information. I am a, constantly learning, researching. There mm. aren't enough hours in the day for me to learn all the things I want to learn. But, and still, mm. fulfill my life and responsibilities. But there are not places unless you know where to go and look you're not going to hear it if you just turn on the tv yeah like it's not and, and and so people like rogan are they're lighting the path for other people that are raising critically thinking individuals and that's what that's what needs to happen but yeah. why is it so hard well through a podcast like that well it's hard it's it's not hard for him anymore because the right. more hate he gets, yeah. the more uh, downloads he's getting. For sure. Like yeah. when he stuck his, his, his toe in COVID right. uh, and they tried to come after they, him, he, got, he had 2,000, 2 million 
more downloads. It, yeah. it created a, stri right. the, a Streisand effect. Yeah. So well, they decided to leave him alone. CNN messed exactly. with him, and now, and now look at CNN's viewership. Right. So who are they going to come after? Do you know why Fox is doing better? One, because Carl, they, Tucker Carlson and those guys have already been accepted as entertainers. Mm -hmm. One, and two, none of them, none of them uh, uh, crossed the boss. <laughs> yeah. Everybody that's crossed the boss. Don Lemon had a night show. Now yeah. he's in the morning show, holding on by a thread. Yeah. You, 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 so yeah. think about all of the people that had something to say about him. See, there's a reason why. I, I was a CNN guy. I lost all respect when they said he was he was taking horse pills and never right. apologized, never yeah. walked that back. Yeah, you know. So, but what you were said, saying about guests? Now, here's the thing: you want to have guests because sometimes people have a predisposition. I thought about them, but maybe they're misunderstood mm -hmm. as you, as as you hear the conversation. Right. Okay. Like Roseanne Barr. Everyone yeah. thought big racist, this and that. Listen to that podcast. She's not a racist. She's she's mentally, right. she has mental problems. People don't know she spent eight years in a mental hospital. Oh, yeah. Before see, I don't know that, and so, I haven't listened so, to this. But you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you see these stories. Well, you're not going to get that in the six-minute interview right. on Fox News or MSNBC, right? It's not going to be, you, you, you're not going to understand the, a fully grasp what someone's about. Yeah. If you really want to know who they right. are in but, six minutes. But the attention span of the American public is six minutes or less. Yeah. So we're trying to jam all this stuff into sound bites to mm -hmm. get as many likes, hits as we can. Mm -hmm. And while our consciousness is dying. Right. The American consciousness. And then you have something like chat GPT come in and start writing everything. Your consciousness is going, taking a hit. Your AI is going up. This, what are we going to do? Well... You know, well, well, like, well, wherever it's headed, I know there's a group, a small group of people out there to make sure they want to make sure that they control where it's headed. Yeah. Like if you go on Twitter and you scroll on your wall, it's all blue checks. Yeah. People that you don't even follow. Right. It's, it's people that have a blue check next to their name, uh -huh. which is why they're trying to ban TikTok. Yeah. The, everyone's saying they're trying to ban TikTok. Oh, because it's easy. The Chinese can spy on you and get your information. No, that's happening to us. No matter That's what. happening to us with Spotify, right? With, yeah. Because Spotify yeah. is not American. It's happening with, uh, with American because we spy on our own citizens. And the thing is, they the, here's what TikTok is. TikTok doesn't have blue check systems. If you're trending, you're trending. So you don't have to be well-known to trend. Okay. And Twitter... That's, it's basically the anti-Twitter and the anti-Instagram. Okay. Because... So they're not the, rewarding the cool kid crowd. They're not awarding people that have a check to their name. Yeah. And this is what Twitter is. It's turned into a place where you scroll and you find out what Jordan Peterson said or, mm -hmm. or Joe Biden or some celebrity. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the, the post. Right. Like on the... Uh, There's this 430 comments. Yeah. arguing about why that guy that guy's right yes. and why is that guy's wrong. Yeah. So that's what Twitter is. We find out what someone someone's well known said and we argue about him. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok TikTok still has that same desensitizing thing. Yeah. These one minute and fifteen second things. But if you're trending, you're trending. So there's two Two ways I could just go with what you said. Mm -hmm. One is to get to your blog and what you were talking about and yeah. stop arguing with everyone. Stop they're arguing, fine. they're fine. It's called they're fine. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I want to hit that for sure. Yes, but I uh, want to finish yeah. with Joe. Yeah. So Joe has guessed that one, you find out they're misunderstood. Yeah. Two, you find out that they're actually likable or not. Yeah. Right? Are you? Right. Three, yeah. you find out everything that you, you thought that they said was wrong. It turns out they're right. 
Now, there's a bit of a term called false balance, and I'm going to finish. I'll no, close no, the jar and no, join this. So, false balance is giving a minority opinion uh, equal time. Uh, 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 a platform or whatever. Yes. So with, right. with Dr. Malone, yeah. they had a problem with him because they thought Joe was providing false balance. This one mm. guy is going to have just as much time to talk about the opinion of this small minority against the hundreds of thousands of people that feel a different way. And yeah. what we come to find out, false balance uh, was not applicable because Malone wasn't alone on his opinion. Right. There was a, the and, uh, guys, look, Google search the great Barrington Declaration. Yeah. It's, Hundreds of oh, thousands of physicians, medical professionals brilliant. that got together that decided, uh, like, look, the vaccine might work or it might not. And if it doesn't, yeah. we have to have something else in yeah. regards to early treatment. That got shut down by the NIH. Yeah. And that got shut down by the CDC and mm -hmm. the NIAIH. Uh, right. through, through an email. There's a chain email, Freedom, Freedom of Information Act, okay. that says we can't let the, the, the three guys that, that started it... Um, Professor from Harvard, mm -hmm. professor from Stanford, and professor from Oxford. Yeah. Right? And, and so it wasn't a false balance thing with Malone. And the second reason is it wasn't a false balance because for every one Malone he had on the podcast, yeah. he had a Sanjay Gupta, mm -hmm. who was CNN's uh, rock star. He right. had Dr. Alstaholm, who was yeah. um, part of Joe Biden's first response phase one or, or COVID response team. His, he's working in a White House only on COVID. So, yeah. um, so he's had maybe five of those guys to one to one Peter McCulloch and one yeah. um, and um, Malone. Malone. Yeah. yeah. So, got well, and f how does false balance even exist in a world where we're being censored? Right. It it doesn't. That's not it. it, it like, well, censorship makes everybody else think you're pumping a conspiracy theory. Right. Right. If you're yeah. the only one saying it because they don't hear because the other dissenting voices, it. you're alone. Exactly. And then why do we have to wait? How many years do we have to wait mm -hmm. for real statistics to come out from the government? We have to wait about two. five, ten. I, I mean, we're, we're well, no, for everyone to get the point. Yeah. Five years. Right. We're, we're so two. We're two years in and everybody's kind of like, you know, yeah, there's, some, there's, some, there's some you can bleep this. There's some here you know yeah. well, and the numbers are yeah. there for the the, yeah. the, the toll mm -hmm. on the deaths in every other yeah. addiction suicide i mean things that are heartbreaking mm -hmm. and absolutely affecting the human condition and we're sitting here going oh we have a mental health crisis i wonder why people don't like to be isolated mm -hmm. it's very detrimental kids need to be educated they need to learn in environments with other people yeah. So yeah, this is gonna get. <laughs> it's gonna get ugly. We're getting into get, areas things get that worse before they get people. Do, yeah. They, no, but they this are. is what the podcast is for, and this is why I talked about John. Right. And, and we don't need to mention him again. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm by my bias leads towards him because um, he was an inspiration for me yeah. to start my podcast. Right. He's a critical thinker, um, yep. and he doesn't go the other way for its own sake. That's not his style. He's, yeah. He, but but he is a comedian, and uh, and just like. Oprah Winfrey, just like any night show, Jay Leno. Mm -hmm. If you know Jamie Foxx is going to be on there, oh, I'm tuning in. Yeah. Right? If you know um, maybe Bill Clinton's going to be on there. Right. He's got, got a big bright light behind him. He's yeah. one of the brightest people I've ever met. Uh, um, you're going to watch that episode. If it's, yes. if it's someone else, uh, I'll skip that one. Yeah. And that's the way everybody should treat a podcast. Yeah. Right? If he, if he he had Robert Downey Jr. in his podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm watching that. He had Roseanne Barr. 
or Ted Nugent. Mm -hmm. That's not someone's cup of tea. Right. And so skip it. Isn't that, that's yeah. the greater point I was yeah, trying to make. We're exactly. only providing a conversation. Right. No one that runs a podcast is pretending to be an expert. But podcasts are important that without the podcast, no one's going to ask the question. Right. You need, uh, guys, I'm a moron. Okay, I'm a, I am a moron from Brooklyn, but it takes someone like me to ask the question at a level, a certain level on the subject where people can talk about it. Then when the level gets too high, all right, let's bring in some experts. Point, yeah. But no expert is going to ask themselves a question that they already know the answer yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, the virology podcast. Excellent podcast yeah. for doctors. Right. Boring. No, boring. <laughs> Chris Ships, I love you, you wherever you are, but that's boring. Yeah, you are somebody's relatable messenger. And that's what we need. Exactly. That's what we that's need. That's human you, connection. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm not your messenger, I mean, we couldn't be more different. Yeah. The two of us. And yet we will sit around and have these conversations which I think the world is starving for. Mm -hmm. But that's like, some... I hate small talk no. enough. Let's dig in Small on the stuff talk is that fun matter. too. We start. Yeah. I we started with well, Santos. Well, you make me laugh, but <laughs> well, that was personal to but me, man. Not, that dude. That's yeah. not small talk. Like that's how does somebody get to yeah. this level by lying? Yeah, he went and punched everybody in the Bearcats, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah. but I, uh, the greater point I was trying to make, and thank God we could edit half of this. Um, the greater point I was trying to make was that <laughs> everyone thought the censorship thing was a left versus right thing and they whoever's running this has to make everybody believe that because one left versus right still takes the stage for yeah. everybody to find their gang right right but what's really happening and you and i didn't I, I don't know if you didn't knew this or not before i came on the podcast it's it's designed to crush a group of people be, uh, another group of people before they get too big and yes. that's the that are, that are right now that are people a huge number of people who are left to the left. They're called progressives. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be called Democrats anymore. Yeah, um, teaming up with moderate right people. Right. Rand Paul. Yeah. Rand Paul. I can't stand Rand Paul, but I'm, the last two years I was I'm loving that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving you, right? Right. So and 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 yeah. And people who can who can see all the way through something and 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 say what they mean and they don't care what other people think yeah and that's why you love them whether you agree with them or not yeah you have to have a filter of not caring and caring it's a mixture okay. you have to care what people think but do you care to a point where you are just going to keep everything yourself because you're scared of what they're going to think in that case yeah. don't care don't care what they think yeah um care what they think but don't be a bully you know, don't yeah. be a bully. Don't be an idiot about it, right? Like, yeah. um, well, realize that your perspective you know. is just one perspective, and it came from yeah. your upbringing. You and I have very different perspectives. I grew up in the yeah. Central Valley of California and grew up in Flatbush Avenue. Very different perspectives. And here we are. And here we are, yeah. getting along. So how do we relate as human beings without putting labels on everything? Because everybody you, wants to... You said it before to, the podcast. Yeah, everybody wants to label everything. The answer to that, well, okay. you said it, you, I don't... Um, Again, you say a lot of things that you know and don't know at the same time, which is which is your genius. Like I don't remember saying that, but cool if I did. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, All the time. Be polite. Yeah. Be polite. Democrats and Republicans had different views in the '80s, but things got done because there was a level of civility. From the political standpoint, if I call you, if you call me a stupid liberal. Right. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to say, "Screw you, you freaking gun, yeah. uh, you gun nut," and. and 
how, how is anyone supposed to have a conversation like that? Right. So use your intellect. Be polite. Don't Be polite. What's the difference between being polite and being politically correct? Well, being politically correct or saying things that everyone, everyone wants to hear because if you say something agreeable, you can bring people closer to your argument. And maybe you have an agenda that's with them anyway and everybody's happy, but maybe you're trying to backdoor something else in, but you have to be politically correct. Um, being polite is having a rigorous debate and you, um, as far as their character is concerned, mm -hmm. it's off limits. You're not assailing anyone's character. Any, any hysteria or passion or banging yeah. on or whatever, is if you can find a way to totally put that in the argument. There will, I'm not saying that there won't be emotion. Because right. people think politeness is supposed to be absence of, a lo of emotion. Yeah. And, and for, the, for the most part, like if you look at a correlation, it's, it's, that's become true, but maybe, but not really. Yeah, and nor is that healthy. No. Like, I'd rather see passion yeah. than people sweeping their feelings under the rug and being yeah. like, oh, I didn't want to touch that. Cause, and then they walk out and they're bitter and they're repressed. Yeah. Like, get it out. Let's talk about it. No, polite, polite, it politeness is polite. decency. Decency is what your grandmother taught you. Yeah. Okay, politically correct is um, sac um, knowing, that the, knowing that the conversation requires sacrifice. Oh, that's a good you one. You know? There, there are people yeah. in marriages that are politically correct, mm -hmm. right? They, yeah. they, they know their wife doesn't like to hear conversations about that, so they're not, they're, they're going to be nice about and not say that. Right. Um, you know, maybe someone does is not into like hiking or whatever, but their wife likes to hike, and you know, it's, yeah. it's not something they hate. Right. They'd rather be doing something else. Maybe they like to play video games or something, right? Yeah. But they'll do that. Yeah. You know, so that's political correctness. Yeah. Holding a chair for someone is polite. Agreed. It's not politically correct. Yeah. In fact, these days it's more no, incorrect. It's, it's say, sexist, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do not subscribe to that. No, me neither. Yeah. Oh, you got to see the movie Roman. My son oh, says you have to see the movie Roman Israel Esquire. Oh Sorry, yeah. What's your son say? My Sorry. son, my 15-year-old says, "Mom, you got to walk far enough behind him so they actually have mm. a chance to open the door for you." There you go. I was like, nice way to way to notice, kid. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, Roman Israel, who's a defense attorney, is a movie. It's Denzel Washington. Yes. Oh, yeah. Where that's he was a like, "Hey, you know, why don't you, why don't some of you guys give up, uh, give the seats to some of the sisters who are standing, right?" And there were two women that were offended by that, and they were like, "It's um, sexist." He says, "No, it's polite." You know, and you know, yeah. like it's also demeaning. He says, "No, it's polite." Mm -hmm. <laughs> he just said, "You yeah. know, no, it's polite." You and know? he didn't move his his opinion. Yeah, yeah I'm mm -hmm. gonna watch that again. Got, that is a man, great movie. Man, did they get tight about that? That conversation. Yeah, I can started launch from into there and escalated into something where she was cursing him out. And the, yeah, Roman Israel guys, Roman yeah, Israel Esquire, good such movie. Such a great movie. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't ever done anything well, I don't want to watch again. But I've seen Denzel in plenty of bad movies, but I've never seen him perform poorly. But he's not bad. No, exactly. I would, yeah. I've I, never seen him yeah. perform poorly in a movie that's ever. good or bad. Yeah. If I had to pick a favorite, I'll give the Hurricane. The Ruben Hurricane oh, Carter story. Oh, that's a great yeah. story. Yeah, great movie. Him battling schizophrenia um, or something that seemed like he's in the jail cell. Yeah. For the, okay, for the people watching the Hurricane, he's um, solitary confinement for yeah. this ridiculous, a large amount of time. And what happens is he has a scared side that's like, I'm afraid, and he has a mean side saying, shut up, you, you know, you little yeah. bee. And then there's someone in the middle saying, no, you shut up, you leave him alone or whatever. Mm. So yeah. he had to play these three different characters where, yeah. like, in reality, it's one guy yelling at himself. But in the movie, it's literally someone standing here, someone standing here, someone standing here, and all three of them are him, God. you know?
yeah. until he finally snapped. Just, There's no one else here to be mad at except you. No yeah. one else to destroy except you. Yeah. Great movie. Such a good so, movie. So and, being polite. Yeah. Being polite. We, we talked about politeness uh, when we were talking about bullying. Remember we were talking about yeah. bullying yeah. before um, the podcast? Right. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. it's a subject that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And it's something that affects my everyday. Mm -hmm. And I notice coming through covid and kids going back to school yeah and having a year and a year and a half two years less of socialization and you know you can say it's some of those things but at the very root of it it's what are we teaching our kids and how are we helping them to feel safe enough mm -hmm. with who they are that they don't have to take out their insecurity on somebody else i hope you're enjoying this conversation on what i meant to say produced by my company be better media to see the world of why we are striving to share inspired edutainment, I invite you to please check out our website, BeBetterMedia.tv. Here you will find all kinds of great stuff from upcoming new productions to lifestyle products and services I personally use and endorse, to links to great books and other podcasts I love and recommend. Please check us out at BeBetterMedia.tv. That's BeBetterMedia.tv. How you raise your kids is going to determine if you're one of those people censoring us. Yeah. Or, or if you rob me in 10 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, man, take care of your kid before they rob me in a decade. You know? Uh, yeah. um, so redefining uh, bullying, right? Yeah. Because we talked about yeah. it earlier. Bullying, and I wrote this down, bullying is the repeated infliction, repeated infliction yeah. of harm or distress on another person with the intent to control, intimidate, or otherwise damage one another. And it comes in all forms, including verbal torment, social attacks, physical aggression, and taunting. It can happen both in person or through the social media or the internet at large. And whether bullying is brief or ongoing, it can be hurtful and long-lasting consequences that manifest in psychological or physical damage. Yeah. Um, bullying was pretty bad when we grew up, but there's so many levels. And you were talking about well, uh, bullying coming through your walls. Yeah. I give you, I, I, yeah. Girl, I'll talk too much. Talk, talk, talk about bullying coming no, through well, your walls. Well, you're on my show. I, came, I love hearing you talk. So I'm, right, cool. I'm, I'm, I love everything She's like, saying. I'm asking the questions But here. here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, one, there are no, there are no boundaries anymore. No. You don't get to come home and feel safe because you're going to flip on your video game or you're going to, if, I mean, you can take the phone from them. I mean, I'm a, I'm a proponent of, enough time away from tech because it's terrible for these developing brains on the Agreed. scale that they are taking it in. Yeah. But there's no reprieve. They mm -hmm. don't get away from the, the noise. And if someone, if they aren't the cool kid, if they're not the popular kid, which I've raised my kids saying like, you don't need to be part of the cool crowd. I was never part of the cool crowd. I was nice enough that most of the time everyone was nice to me, but, and I had enough skill you know, athletically or in the classroom, like I, I, I didn't stand out in a way I didn't. But if you have, if you are a kid who stands out for something you struggle with, there is no reprieve for those kids right now. Hmm. And we're raising a generation of kids that, that are lacking empathy because they're communicating through their phone and not having to look someone in the eye and say like, there is a consequence when you speak to someone that way. Now, I mean, wow. Yeah. Where do we start? I mean, there's so much there. Where do we start? Do we start with internet bullies or do we start days with bully I, like, bullies? I, I, you know, I, I texted Ash the other day and I had to just take the afternoon off after I picked up my kid from school because I was like, 
if I feel like this. Like secondhand stress, how yeah. Does he, like, how does he feel going in? Like, you got to get up the next day, put on your clothes and go to school, and I watch him do it. Yeah. And he's, you know, head held high and he's doing his thing. But he's doing better than me. It's tough. Doing better than me. But remember I don't want to know. the story I the... told you about, about me being bullied? Yeah. Dude, so, yeah. yeah. So, I was at John Dewey High School and um, I had some, I was the victim of bullying in junior high and elementary or whatever. I mean, there's a sticks and stones things that, that were hurtful to me in the beginning, but I just have thick skin. When you're growing yeah. And if you're in Brooklyn and Flatbush Avenue, if your mom's black and your dad's white, um, and people, one or two people want to find a way to poke fun at that, and, and if those people have stronger personalities, everyone gangs up on you, so you get called all these stupid names, white <laughs> wigger, Oreo cookie, zebra, newspaper, you know. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, that's all funny. There's probably people listening to the podcast. It's like, oh yeah. my God, that's hilarious, right? right. Yeah. And, and, and it's not their fault. And, and, and for them, fine, get your laugh on. But for me, at that time, yeah, hurtful, kept it to myself because in that day and age, we, uh, sticks and stones bullying was something you just had to deal with. Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, but that's then, one of the f rhymes I remember yeah. from my earliest yeah. Because days. we... Yeah. I mean, because we had bigger fish to fry with people physically bullying people, yeah. right? Yeah. As a female, yeah. I did yeah, not. First. Oh, actually, though, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, we had That's bigger fish to fry. I remember was someone telling me they were going to kick my ass. Yeah, look, know? who the hell today, if, if a kid has a choice to say, meet me after school at 3 o'clock, we fighting, or I, want, I, I, got a new, I got a new update on my Avengers video game, <laughs> you know, I got, I got the whole school time to bully this guy, I want to go yeah. do something else. So back then it was more physical because um, there was less, more time to do it. So yeah. basically John Dewey High School, there was a Russian kid that was kind of like bullying me and uh -huh. um, he kind of bullied me in front of a girl that I liked and liked me. And it was kind of embarrassing. And then a day later, someone else saw it, right? On, on another Russian kid and, mm -hmm. and did the same thing. So what happened is I walked away. And, um, and when I got down the, the hallway stairs, I stopped. And I changed my mind. Yeah. I don't know mentally. I'm just saying I'm, I'm physically well, drawing it for you. That... Change my mind means I'm walking and I stopped and I turned around and went back. That's changing my mind. Yeah. So I turned around I changed my mind and I came back to the lockers where he was. And I grabbed him by the throat with both hands. And he punched me in the face three times, but I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. And this kid's Your adrenaline turning purple. Was already, yeah. This kid's turning purple. And I'm choking him. Didn't really know how to fight until later, mm -hmm. you know, the army or whatever. But um choking this kid's turning purple. It was like, for anyone listening, think of Lord of the Rings, think of Schmeagel, how bad he wants that ring. Like, mm -hmm. ah, you know. Yeah. You tried, you mm -hmm. stealing from me. <laughs> <laughs> My precious. Ah! So yeah, you're out of body. At um, that point. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know yeah. I was doing. Right. Uh, and I, yeah. But I do remember him punching me in the face, and I remember not feeling it. Wow. Uh, um, and then the next day, I was late for school, and I found out a friend of mine said there was like 15 Russian dudes waiting for me. Mm. You know, and I'm Outnumbered. like, wow. Yeah. So anyone that lives in New York, if you're from Flatbush, but you have to go to John Dewey High School, there's two ways to get there. You have to go through Brighton Beach, Brighton Beach and Ocean Parkway, West A Street. All Russian Jews, okay. predominantly Russian. In fact, they, the stores don't even have English names on them. Some of them, you okay. know. Yeah. And then so Coney, you know, Coney Island, and one stop to Bensonhurst, mm -hmm. or I could go the other way, the Atlantic Avenue, you know, whatever this and that. But I cut school for a year. No one knew. I played hooky from school. 
For a year? Yeah. I went to the arcade. I went to the arcade, and then finally a truant officer came and told my parents I wasn't, I wasn't going to school. But it took a year yeah. for them to find out, to, for yeah. someone to, to notice. Well, what happened was I would periodically go to school. Okay. Power volleyball class? Yeah. You know, because I picked up volleyball oh, my, my senior year. Power yeah. volleyball class, I, sure. I, yeah. Intro to acting? Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'll stick my head in that class a couple of times. Because John Dewey, you need to understand, John Dewey, uh, there's some schools they lock the doors and they don't let you out until 3 o'clock. But yeah. John Dewey was independent study, so meaning that you got to choose your classes okay. and you got to pick the time slots that were available. So if you didn't have a class from 10 to 3, go home, yeah. come back. Yeah. It was a college setting yeah, I was and, a, say, and a college campus. treating campus. you like a college it was, a, it, was, yeah. it was an independent study school. Yeah. So it allowed me to literally play hooky for a year. Yeah. And I think their, their gates are locked now. I don't know what it looks like now, but... Well, things have yeah. changed so much, but I, what I hear there is, like, honestly, getting the next generation and what what you saw was mm -hmm. what we tap into what we're pa passionate about. Yeah. Right? We're willing to show up for what we're passionate about. Yeah. For you, it was volleyball and, and acting. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's, again, why some of the reasons that we get along so well is because I'm passionate about volleyball, but my other my kid is an actor. She's, and I see this. She's good. <laughs> and I see when you when you show them, when you help them, rather than tell them who they're going to be, or or like you see a lot of parents pushing, like you're gonna, you need to be a doctor, you need a lawyer, like there's some approved path, versus helping nurture them to see what they're most passionate about, because then things start to take care of themselves. Yeah. You know what else took care of bullying though back hmm. then? Hmm. There was a promotion of TV shows and just a culture of making, standing up against bullies cool. Like yeah. G.I. Joe, I grew up yeah. watching G.I. Joe. Yeah. Right, I joined the army because I watched G.I. Joe. Okay, yeah. um, the A-team, right? You have a problem, can't solve it, the yep. A-team's here. So they made this, this group of people who were powerful personalities, Mr. T, of course, yeah. strong looking guy, mm -hmm. G.I. Joe, you know, killed yep. the bad guy, saved the girl, the world for America. Awesome storytelling. Oh, hell yeah, yeah man. I, yeah. I was proud, you proud to be an American when you yeah. watch that. You want to go to the Statue <laughs> totally. of Liberty, you know, reach, reach up that, <laughs> no, yeah. knock that torch out of her hand <laughs> for America, so. But the reason why it wasn't as big of an enigma as it is now is because bullying wasn't cool more than it was cool. It was not cool. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. So, um, and, and to this day, to this day I, just, I despise bullies. It's, um, it's almost the, the most, one of the more unf uh, well, hard to forgive and impossible forget things. Because for when me. you're knocking at a kid's confidence mm -hmm. before they can discover what their passion is, mm -hmm. Like in discovering what your passion is, you're gonna make mistakes. And if you don't feel comfortable enough to be able to make mistakes, uh -huh. if you're constantly in an environment where people are just hammering on you, like because you didn't do well on a test or right. because you didn't get the girl or, or you didn't get invited to whatever, you don't have the opportunity. Like within that kid, there's not, they don't have the confidence to try things and then discover what they're good at. Right. Everybody's good at something, mm -hmm. but you gotta have that safe space to understand, to do the work, to figure out what it is, and that's what, like, that's what I just don't understand in education today. Because now we're we're disciplining different because we put labels on kids. You know, it, like somehow, I mean, we can get into the 
racism and the way we're disciplining kids. And like when we start saying, oh, well, you know, black kids are disciplined more than white kids. And so we're going to stop suspending kids. Okay, this is going on. Yeah. The SATs right? too, they're, they're trying to right? get rid of the SATs. They're trying to get rid of the SATs. But like when we, we can go at things thinking we're doing something good mm-hmm. and we end up hurting the exact population of people that we're, that we're trying to help, right? Yeah. So how we're creating less safety in our schools by being inclusive. Well, kindness is inclusive. How do we teach kids to be kind no matter who you are, what walk mm-hmm. of life you're coming from? Because truthfully, we're all more alike then we are different. Right. And we're also running out of the excuse of this being a new problem, right? Like, because yeah. when this first started happening, and when yeah. you first started hearing noise uh, um, noise in the news about people um, committing suicide because they're getting bullied online or whatever, yeah. uh, um, you were like, okay, that's a new problem then. It's no, that, that was no. years ago. I mean, almost seven years ago. And that's, right. and, and the, uh, I'm going to tell you the simple solution in a minute, but it was, it was a new problem because it was a transition from how we grew up. Because yeah. speaking as a man, yeah. If someone's j- joking with you or trying to bully you, they they have to either believe that the consequences won't be dire. Yeah. So there are certain people that are less brave on bullying you because they know as men, if it escalates to, to yeah. something other than words, you know, like me, someone might want to bully me, but then they find out, like, as they, as they continue to examine me, it's like, Jesus, He's I made a mistake. He's going to take care of it. Yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to piece them up. Right. But... With the internet, you can do it under a username that someone knows, but they're not in the room, right? Right? You're just reading. Um, you can do it under an anonymous name, mm-hmm. and th- those people are not only um, not censored, they're, right. they're uh, monetized. Yeah. They're celebrated because yeah. what they're saying is funny. And don't get me wrong, Wendy, I love satire. Yeah, There's, there, is not a, there is not an idiot from Brooklyn that appreciates the power of ridicule and irony and farce and parody more than me. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got an A in that class. Yeah. Okay, that was a class right. and I did, all I had to do was shut up, show up and talk. I got an A. So, but... <laughs> not surprising. No, but, but at least when I said something to someone, I knew who I was talking to. Yeah. I knew... I, I wait for the reciprocative action. And yeah. if it's not what I think it is, I'm not doing that no more. Right. You know? So, you know, so I was never a bully in that respect. But yeah. it's that, but that's how it's changed. Right. And we, and, but they haven't come up with the solutions. And the solution is this be a, be a better parent. Like you said, take the phone, everything you're doing right now, yep. be a better parent. Yeah. Take, take, take the phone to tell him, tell that person, turn the channel, or I'm turning off your TV. Yeah. Because, again, I'm going back to how we grew up. We had right. a TV yeah. that only had 11 channels. Yeah. And we turn and we turn and we watch a show and we find a show we liked. Yeah. We're good. And if we didn't, we, we turned the channel. If there yeah. were no good shows, we turned it off for a little bit until there was a good show. Amen. Enter today. We have yeah. 900 channels. Right. And not only are we not avoiding that channel, we're... We're so turned off and so repulsed and have such contempt. Yeah. We can't wait to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. I hate that motherfucker yeah. so much. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what he has to say yeah. tomorrow. It's so true. The view. The view. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Do you know? Let me <laughs> tell you something. Do you know how, you know how, what outlet I watch The View? The View's on ABC or whatever, right. this and that. Uh-huh. But you know what outlet I watch no. The View? On Twitter. 
and on YouTube because what they do is they take clips from it and they find their worst moments, which yeah. we know are, are right. not hard to find. Right. I mean, you, uh, oh, you had to work for that. <laughs> no, yeah. they didn't. No. Okay. Mm -mm. So, but that's an example. The yeah. view uh, is. And you know what? It actually makes me sad because I remember when the. View but we started. still watch it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like addicted right, to train yeah. wrecks. We're exactly. addicted to, it's, we're it's addicted to train wrecks. As a flesh and blood guy. Yeah. And Kelly, don't hurt me for this. But I'm still, I'm still turned on by train wreck girls. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode yes. right there no but think about it <laughs> yes yeah think about it no. what do i have in my uh and well she's not she's at the office now but yeah. what do i have in my house you know i have a, a girl who's 5'10 5'11 plays a three sport athlete plays all sports but at the highest yeah. level like top 50 three yeah. sports yeah you know uh, um got recruited to harvard yeah you know, worked at BlackRock, got bored at BlackRock, now is with the Capital Group. She's her own boss. Um, yeah. Why would I, why would I even no remotely even think about look another at, train? Look at maturity. I, look at no, that maturity. No, but now I could look at it and smile. Like, I, yeah. I, I used to be able, Lessons learned. I used to walk past that. Yeah. This complete person mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. It, it is in our human nature. Bill Clinton. Yeah. yeah. You know, Hillary wasn't always ugly, all right? Hillary, I mean, look, Jay. Hillary in the 90s, she looked awesome. Now she now it looks like Leona Helmsley meets the, meets the Wicked Witch. But <laughs> Hillary was fine as hell okay. in the 90s. Okay. What you need Monica for? Right? It blows, uh, it blows up in the Daily News. Kind, really, no, but yeah. it blows up and you see a picture. On the left is Hillary, yeah. young, smiling, whatever, energetic, inte highly intelligent. Yeah. No matter what political party you might, you, uh, you're yeah. or, or, or whatever vitriol, or or vitriol desire you have for this woman, you can't say she's stupid. No. No, that's a smart. Not that's a smart couple. Yeah. All right. But here, this guy is. Well. Passed up Hillary, right? Not the first politician, and not the first man. But, like I've but had he's this conversation a, we, many times in my well, house. Well, men more so than women. Yes. I'm just gonna. I, yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna be like, well, this is science. But but um, men more so than women are addicted to train wrecks. We as humans are addicted to train wreck shows. Yeah. Jersey Shore had six or seven episodes. Yeah. Jerry Springer. They, yeah, see, they, Jerry Springer does it proudly. Jerry Springer. The yeah. last time I watched it was a few years ago. Their introduction is now. Um, voted the worst te television show on TV and celebrating its 14th season. I mean, it, it, <laughs> right? Yes. They, they actually wear that as a, as a badge of honor yeah. right now. Yeah. And Jerry Springer is actually a mayor in Minnesota now or something like this. Oh. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because that's, what, that's what we do with celebrities. Stuff. They become mayors and governors in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. California. <laughs> Big up, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the answer is parents step up. Step up. Be, I know you yeah. want your kids to be independent thinkers, and I know you, you want your kids to express themselves and understand why they can or can't do something. But, but you, whatever parenting book you're reading, go to page 161, yeah. where there's certain things where they just have to just say yes. Yeah. Yes, I understand, and, yeah. and, and move on with life. If you're hurt, fine. But yeah. you can't do this, you can't do that. And because and, there are things that we expect our kids to be young adults about right but they're also kids they're way too young to right. understand consequences and long-term differences why right. because we we they're as parents barely understand right. by the skin of our teeth as parents yeah. we, we don't right. we, we barely get it 
There was no way we could expect a kid to get that and be an independent thinker. Right. You know, and or or right. We don't let kids drink till they're twenty one. Right. We don't let kids join the army until at least eighteen. Right. We. I mean, we well, and, just and if we can help, we ain't we ain't letting them have no damn sex change at fourteen or whatever. Oh, but yeah. whole other story. But. Yeah, I say? mean, there's just a certain foundation that has to get in there. Be better parents. Before, be better parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it takes energy. Yeah. It takes a lot out of your heart. They're not going to like you on every mm -hmm. day. They're not your friend. They have to, you, but you get to a certain point when you have laid that foundation. And I know this intimately in my own life. Yes. You have, you have fostered a relationship that caught, that helped them feel safe and secure and that they can trust you. Right. Even when they don't like you. Yep. You can say stuff, and I say that to my kids all the time. I'm like, you might not like me, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say it anyway. Right. You don't get to be their friend all the time. Yeah. And So does that leave yeah. the question, how do we be better parents to this? Uh, parents, if you're listening out there, don't get caught in the false dichotomy of, I'm either your parent or your friend. I'm one or the other. That's right. bullshit. No. I'm, I, some parents, they're neither. Right. I've never even met my father. My real father, I've never even met him. Stepfather. Yeah. A real G. But... um. Don't get caught up in false dichotomies. Yeah. You're, you're this or this. Because sometimes the kid's both and sometimes the kid's neither. Right. Sometimes, like Kelly and um, my, my wife and my mm -hmm. kid Braxton, mm -hmm. they're the best of friends. Yeah. They, they're, they're like two peas. In the, I, I, sometimes I, I videotape them or I take pictures of them just sitting together playing cards. I mean, they, don't even, yeah. they don't even care about them. I'm like, hey, I'm here. You know, so, so Kelly found a way to be a parent and a friend. She found a way to be both. I just found, I right now have only found a way to be a parent with that girl. Because mm -hmm. you have to understand uh, uh, the balance of parents, of, of being a, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you call it a good cop, bad cop, but just, just yeah, it's knowing, knowing every, whether the it's respect. It's different in every relationship. No, because you have to respect your parents every differently. Kid. Yeah, you're going to have different personalities yeah. in every kid. Mm -hmm. But it is for sure what you're providing on some level is right. presence, mm -hmm. patience, safety. Right. These are the things kids and Braxton's what? She's seven now? Six. Six. She's huge. Yeah, I'm you sure thought, you she thought is. she's ten. And another right? athlete in the making yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the wrong room to be talking about raising athletes, so I'll tell well, you that. No. <laughs> you, you, you're just popping them out. You no, know? I mean. You could have done that for a career, you know. <laughs> right? You're four for four right now. People should just oh be my like, God, no, I, my kids Wendy, are so I'll different. give you. $1.5 million dollars to impregnate you because right now you're just, <laughs> they're all growing up to be like that. Well, and you're just like, everybody I, I get away. Not, I am so not worried about what they're no. doing in sports and no. so much more, I care so much about how they become. We also privilege to be in a certain environment where it's easily, easily more manageable, which is going back to the parenting thing, right? Well, yeah. As, yeah. as you know, I'm a volleyball coach, right? Yeah. Um, Long time NCAA, but found my home and club, which yeah. is where, which Junior's is, athletes. which is where the real, which yeah. is where the, oh I my mean, God, which is where you get to do some real work. Yeah. Coaches out there, guys, if you want to affect change at the collegiate level, be an assistant. Don't be a head coach. That is some gangster stuff. Yeah. But anyway, if a kid's coming from beach practice yep. and their parents haven't shown up and they're waiting for their parents at Starbucks and I see them at Starbucks in Hermosa. They're okay. Right. And if I'm really worried, I'll be like, hey, you know, like if I'm nearby, like, hey, I'm an American junkie with my wife and kid. If um, if your mom's taking too long and this this is not where you want to be, come wait with us, wait with, wait with our parents yeah. there. Yeah. Um, okay, that's the South Bay. Enter New York City. Now, I'm not even talking about Flatbush. I was coaching on the Upper East Side, Hunter High School. 
If there's a kid waiting at Starbucks with his parent for his parents to come, I'm waiting with them until their parents show up. Yeah. And mind you, the Upper East Side is not an unsafe neighborhood. It's just when you have so many millions of people, you got millionaires living on top of each other. Right. When there's so many moving parts, anything can happen. Yeah. And, and the, new, the, the urban jungle creature in you says, that's my son. You're, you're not, I mean, you're his yeah. culture, right? You're not right. his dad. But you're like, no, that kid's not waiting for his mom by himself. We're right. in the South Bay. Yeah. You got 11-year-olds running in, the, running in traffic well, right it now. Feels like a little, yeah, I mean, it feels like a little village down there. Like, yeah. nothing bad can happen, but bad it's stuff is happening. It's a goddamn Paw Patrol and, at Starbucks talk, right yeah. now. Well, and what you're showing, though, is, like, the problems at the top. You know, you can talk about your most affluent communities and your, you know, the, the problems in your least affluent mm -hmm. communities. And there's a, there's a safety in both of those that's right. missing. Okay? Yes. Like, that... that Somebody cares yeah. about your development and is not, not in a self-serving way. Not right. as a parent. Like, on one end, you have survival and security and you're two parents or one parent just working to, to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. And up here, you're talking about so much entitlement that people don't have any sense of purpose. They don't understand what it is to, like, climb the ladder. And and how do you think that's shaped? You think the kids right. manifest that on their own? No, it's no. what they're modeled. Kids, What's kids modeled out in there. their home? Kids out yeah. there, you don't need a shrink. Your parents do. If your parents know know how to write, yeah. you know, uh, look, they as a parent, and you'll be the first one to say nothing prepares you for it. Right. You can read as many books as you want. No. Nothing really prepares you for yeah. it because you're not. And you better learn you how as a to parent are not a machine. There are people, and your kids certainly yeah. not machines. You but, better learn how to trust But with your that gut. being said. If you're having problems, don't send your kid to the shrink. That's lazy. And it's, and it's willful. At this point in our life, in the information age, it's willfully ignorant. Yeah. Ignorant, I can forget. Yeah, Stupidity, as the parent, I can't. I highly uh -oh. suggest it. Kids, therapy, I'm a huge do not send your therapy. kids to the shrink. Send yourself to the shrink before it's too late where you have to send your kid to the shrink. All right, well that The kid will be a certain age where it's already, you know, because there, there are different levels of growth from a toddler to a kid, oh, from a completely. kid to a teen, right. from and a teen to a young adult, from a young adult to, to a full adult. And we're confusing that every which way ascending these yeah. days. Like we're putting stuff on kids that shouldn't be put on kids. We're not giving them responsibilities that they should have. Mm -hmm. Like we're all kinds of confused. About the whole conversation single... about, because we've had private conversations off the record right. about um, kids that want to get like a sex change or stuff like that. Right. I never thought as a parent, and the way my parents raised me, um, which are which, not the yeah. best parents in the world, but the way parents raise each other, you never thought that that conversation would, that would even be a conversation because right. a, a normal parent, a normal functioning parent should be like, you are not old enough to make that decision. Right. It should be that simple. Not I'm a transphobic, not I'm a gay bigot, not a, a not you're straight or are you going to hell? No. No. Oh. The general blanket of you are your psych, psyche and your psychological growth. Physical as well. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not right. even talking about I'm talking about from the neck yeah. up. You are not old enough to make that decision. You know I'm with you on that. You are not old enough. Yeah. Just let you know, you know what's yeah. said on the news? The, uh, mm -hmm. the, the, the trouble with kids getting a sex change. What's not being on the news are the people that are trying to get it back. That, are trying, to, that are trying to, uh, that trying to reverse in, that. Because right. that's not what's in the news right now. Yeah. 
And, well, and, and where are you going to find that information? No, you're not on, on yeah. a, not on mainstream, not on cable. No, right. But do you understand where the censorship? This conversation has come full circle back it to has. censorship. But I'm I'm warning you, because I don't know if you knew this before. It's come from it's coming from independent journalists, mm -hmm. and it's coming from people who are who still identify with their party's politics. Mm -hmm. Same sex, like again, mm -hmm. Jimmy Dore, uh, mm -hmm. Russell Brand, mm -hmm. another yeah. guy I consider yeah. right wing. No, the guy on his worst day, he's a closet libertarian. Yeah, because he's like everyone do whatever yeah. they want, and everyone mind their own business. Right. When you're 18 years old. Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Usually things can be simplified, but we are yeah. not doing but that we, these days. But how oh God. do we allow our kids to do that, or parents to allow their kids to do that when we? Always give each other speeches about being a role model. Yeah. You know, like like Deron Forbes, who is my mm -hmm. program director, who mm -hmm. I worked for her. We had a huge falling out, but we're but when you're that close to someone like that, we're family. Yeah. It comes back and she's okay. still like a mom to me, you know. Okay. She had a huge problem with me um cursing on my podcast mm -hmm. and using profanity. Mm -hmm. And you know, some of her friends were like, Well, he curses because he lacks the vocabulary. And I'm yeah. like, No, I curse because I have enough ball I have a big par pair of balls between my legs to use the best term appropriate. Okay. Like I'm not a truck driver. All right? right. I'm not a sailor and I'm not Luke Skywalker from Too Loud Crew. It's not like Right. You know, every curve. No, if effed up is a, best, a better way to describe the word messed up, I'm going to say yeah. up. Okay. So her problem with me was, do you want your kid to do that? Because that's, isn't that the right. same speech that when you want to give someone, a parent, a role model speech? Do you want your kid to do that? Do you want your kid to do that? Dude, and have you and seen? my argument, <laughs> keep that going. thought. No, but my argument yeah. is, I want my kid to do what I say and not say what I do. All right? Because there's a bunch of things I don't want my kid to do that I've already done. I don't want my kid to join the army. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I don't want my kid to 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 study acting, <laughs> and I sure as hell, I I will slide down a razor blade and land in an alcohol bath before I want my kid to coach volleyball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's basically your life. <laughs> or even Jay. play. You're the doing sport. just fine. So. But you understand? I'm seeing yeah. all these things are ingratiated in my life that save me and do me at the same time yeah. that I don't want my kid to do. So, these people don't stop cross correlating. Or being a role model with with um, things that you, you think your kids should do that you think you're going to do. Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. Look, Michael Jordan gambled. Yeah. Smoked cigars. Yeah. But, but what he did away from that made people want to be like Mike. Right. So in that respect, he was a role model. LeBron James is the off-the-court goat. His philanthropy is well-documented. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stop because you had a funny thought. I can't... I no, can't I was just going to say go watch the um, Ted Lasso clip of no. Brett Goldstein talking to his niece in the front seat yeah. about how he how he talks and she can't talk like that. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's... it's. Classic. I mean, do you want your 14-year-old yeah. drinking alcohol? No. No, but... But, okay, but if I put him in Europe and you've been sitting around the dinner table and having a little glass of red wine oh and God. it's not this taboo. No. Like people think and, and people will try to put you in spaces where like you think this. No. Like it's context. It's what else is going on. It's like all of these hard and fast rules yeah. and I will always go back to Matthew McConaughey, my favorite quote is conservative early, liberal late. Yeah. Like give them a foundation to build on and then you can deal with all the shades of gray that come along. And guess what? No one's perfect. So no. you might as well just be real about it. And stop trying to put out some version of you that's perfect because it's exhausting. Right. 
And the faster you realize that, the better you're going to get along with people. You're going to cut people so much more slack. You're going to deal with life's challenges with a lot more grace. I mean, and you're going to understand where your story starts and someone else's begins. How do like, we be so comfortable from being so lazy? Like you were talking about mm. terms and labels. Like, uh, <laughs> like I dress good, but I, but like in New York, yeah. I, I talk like a gay person. Uh -huh. people, my, I had so many people in nightclubs. Are you gay? Uh, um, but I, yeah, I was clean shaven. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I dressed a little tighter because mm -hmm. what what people didn't know is I lost 65 pounds. So I was like Eddie Murphy from the Nutty Proud. Professor. Yeah, everything's spandex, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I would dress. Uh, but there was a label. It's called a metrosexual. Yes. Oh, so yeah. So it has I do all, the, all, the, all the gay, all the qualities yeah. of a gay guy, except they're straight. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a fun label, and and it's a cool label because it's not generated from a place of laziness. That label oh. took work, but like. Like I just told you, people calling Rogan right wing or people calling this person right wing or this person left wing is lazy because if they, if they looked beyond, they know it takes work to see if he really was. Right. And you could just call him this and, and, be, and be done right. with it. And people are just way... Phobic, way homophobic. More, yeah, but is a lazy, so much more Homophobic right. is a lazy term because in the classic sense of the word, it is fear and lack of understanding of someone because they're straight. Or the inherent belief that one is superior or inferior based on their based on their sex. Right. Those are good. Would you call those two pretty good definitions? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would. And no. I, but it. Just... But my friend Ren said he's not homophobic. He's just an asshole. Ren well, Osborne has a T-shirt. One of the best conversations. Ren, Ren Osborne says I'm, he's not homophobic. He's not scared of me. I'm not. You know, he's not scared. He's just an asshole. Yeah. One <laughs> of know? the best conversations I ever had. Yeah. That was a. Ren also said, like, just because I'm gay and you're straight doesn't mean I want you. <laughs> have you seen you? Have you looked in the mirror? Gay doesn't mean, gay means I like men, not that I like you. Get over yourself. <laughs> so, you know, that's the kind of guy Ren is. Yeah. So have him here, boy. Oh, Woo. that'd be a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like real, I like real people. Yeah. I like real people who aren't afraid to say what they mean. And the older I get, the more I'm doing it. And it is so freeing. Yeah. So if you have a question, Ask it. Don't go talk to somebody else. Don't go talk about, you know, me or you to someone else, third party on some other street. If you got a question, come ask me. I've said that on your show before. Yeah. And I have so much respect for people that will look you in the eye and ask you the question. Because you'll get an honest answer. Yeah. You know? I um, So many great moments on the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I'll go to the volleyball, right? I asked Matt, Tom Sorensen, what does Doug, um, Marv Dunphy mean to you? And... Is this high emotionally moment? He started crying, and, and I believe he's it. Like a father figure, he's not. He's in the Hall of Fame, by the way, right now. Oh. Tom Sorensen. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I just found out he lives in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I had a moment. Where we were. I talked to you about that dream I had about. Yes. The, no one caring about the baby, right? Mm-hmm. And just how, you know, like, we get to a point where you're bullied or you're beaten to death. Where you just surrender, like if you if you're drowning and, it's, and someone tries to rescue you, you're like, nah, I'm good, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna stop myself because I'll exhausted. start crying again when I start talking about that that dream I had. It was yeah, just... but Jay, dreams are so prophetic, <clears throat> and it tells you so much about what's going on on the yeah. inside. And I give you credit because I watch you every mm -hmm. day, like be yourself unapologetically, mm -hmm. and your show is mm -hmm. popular because of that. And the yeah. way you helped me get started, like. Wendy, just come over here and do this, and I'll help you until you're ready to do your own. Yeah, so mad. And I was so mad at Facebook, dude. Yeah, oh, I know. Good time. You know why? Because 
at that time, I had more viewership than, as far as, it was started as a volleyball podcast, mm -hmm. but if you look at the top volleyball podcast and the viewership, I had more than second, third, and fourth combined. The next, yeah. the next three or four combined. Yeah. And, but then when they, they censored me, I'm like, okay, I just everyone just caught up. I'm still ahead. Yeah. You know, because I had maniacs. I had a thousand yeah. maniacs. Yeah. Meaning that they you weren't not they weren't yeah. notifying them that the podcast was up. But they, they were, were looking checking. for you. Yeah. Maniacs. Yeah. Guys, but, educating everybody on something called through plays, right? Mm -hmm. There are some podcasts that some people run ads for to advertise it or to promote it. Um, but through plays is a category that's um, when someone clicks on it and they watch the entire episode from beginning to end. Yeah. So my podcast right now, um, at one point, average as high as thirty-one percent on through plays. Yeah. An average good podcast, like a really good podcast, is like twenty-three percent. So good. So I was my, my, and your at, the, at the height short. of it. I was yeah. eight points above, uh, yeah. above the average. Yeah. You know. Um, and your podcasts aren't short. Like no. you, you like no, you got to pack a lunch. Yeah, exactly. Trevor was the shortest one. Trevor yeah. Crab. Yeah, yeah. Man Trevor was only words. thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. And Trevor left that. I guarantee you. Well, I'll catch up mm -hmm. to him someday. I guarantee Trevor regretted something about that. I think Trevor came in um, as if it was an interview, okay, and left, and probably said, "I could have had a conversation." Understanding that it was a conversation. Yeah. Which is. Because he's such a professional. You, yeah. you're, you're meeting your media obligations. You're, right. You know, Aaron Wexler you uh -huh. know, gives you more floor time. And, yeah. and, and you're talking 80% of the time where me, I'm just like having a conversation. I'm, and I'm 90% sure that he left saying, man, I could have had a conversation. Darn. So, but okay. I gave him an in. I gave him an in. I was going like, say, well, get him I said back. Manhattan Beach. Yeah. He's, he's playing with Theo. Yes, I've seen so, that. And Theo's the guy I'm a fan of. Actually, yeah. the three men, the three male players, Baranek. Okay. Brunner. Yes. And Trevor, and two of them are on one team. So yeah. those are like I'm a purist. I don't follow the players. Yeah. I, I follow the sport. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a fanboy on the players, mm -hmm. which is why some of them might hate me. But but um, I don't. I don't care about Troy yeah. Field. Sorry, I don't. I don't care about you, Troy Field. I care about yeah. how you play. I care about the sport. Yeah. But there's certain people. They're so intriguing. Yeah. And I would give, agree. With and they're that. inviting in, the, in yeah. their own personality. They invite the fans to take some of that journey with them. Yeah, Baranek is the as the oh, best example. He's a, yeah. You take that, man. You take that journey with Eric. Eric draws, draws that energy from yeah. the crowd, and this yeah. is not volleyball, guys. This is every sport. Drawing that energy from the crowd, and then when you win, and everyone's still You're clapping winning. you, and that guy looks back at you like, "I couldn't have done that without you." I don't know if I, I maybe I could have, but I don't know if I could have done that without you. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. the best way we can inspire other people to do a podcast is just. Introduce topics at the common sense level that everyone can identify with. Yeah. Stop feeling like you have to be an expert yeah. to have an opinion on something. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion on something. That's what cancel culture will do to you. Cancel culture gave powers to the doctors and not the patients. Yeah. No, not even to the doctors, to um, people that made the doctors do that. Because when you grew right. up, look, if you had a knee problem, Right. Let's right. say let's yeah. say you're just jumping too much and you're landing on one leg and there's mm -hmm. only a little bit of cartilage there. Right. Someone, one doctor will say, take this brace. Where does right. where does brace for the rest of your life? Yeah. I'm a right. But then there's another doctor that's doing like cadaver surgery, yeah. or some doctors like I want to take some cartilage from another part of your body's and take the remaining cartilage there. Yeah. Uh, make that stronger and this and that. Right. They're both professionals. Yeah. And you made a ch as the patient. You made the choice. Right. As the patient, you yes. made the choice. Right. Where now it's like if you don't listen to that doctor, you're not following the science. Right. 
So, um, so that's an example of um, if you want to talk about this, have an expert on. No, because the expert's not going to ask the question right. that they know the answer to. Right. If you're Wendy, are you a carnivore? Yes. Am I a carnivore? Yeah. I'm on. I think I'm on a carnivore diet, except yeah. I'm so addicted and, to pasta. You and Matthew. I'm same. so neurologically yeah. addicted to pasta. But if I did, oh, if okay. I went straight carnivore for a month like I did yeah. last year, I'll, yeah. I'll lose seven pounds, ten pounds, seventeen in two months. But do you know how to make a steak? Yes. Are you a chef? No. You know what? I, you see? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. There are certain subjects right. through your life experience. That you can Amen. introduce, have yeah. an opinion on, right? And then, but but then, if it gets too if if it gets too thick, you're like, you know what? Next episode, I think I want a chef on there. Yeah. Why? Well, I throw it on the grill one day and it's perfect, and then and, yeah. then, and the last time it's black and it's red in the middle. I, I burned the hell out of it, and it still wasn't cooked. Why? So maybe you know. So, but if well, the, and but if it gets be to that level, by thank you the expert. And right. don't be threatened by the messenger. Don't be threatened by the person that has right. experience. Right. Yeah. And and learn what you can from everyone's got something to teach. I've always had so debates. open your ears and listen, you know. And don't don't be yeah. don't well, feel like you're less than because somebody knows more than you about something because there's going to be something that you can teach them. So amen. just open up your mind, mm -hmm. stay present, and stop feeling like everyone's attacking you. Mm -hmm. And you will rise, and everyone around you will rise with you. It's that human connection thing that we're missing. That's a good there. example. Um, yeah. Avengers, Infinity Wars. Yeah. Uh, for anyone watch, that watched Avengers, Loki is the uh, god yeah. of mischief, offering Thanos. It yes. was like this guy that wants to like eliminate half the population. Finite resources. Get rid of, get rid yeah. of half. Give him the chop. Okay. He said, if you're headed to Earth, I, I um, have a little bit of experience in that field. Yeah. And Thanos said, if you consider failure experience, and he says, I consider experience experience. So that's the point I was trying to make. I was trying to stay away from volleyball, but I would um, have, you know, some arguments with Jeff Samuels or John Mayer and, mm -hmm. and even a little bit with Dane Blanton. Mm -hmm. Like biomechanics and studies are showing this and this and that. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, in my experience and, yeah. and, and, and with that person, coaching yeah. that person for four years, that ain't working for them. Yeah. You know, and right. I, t I had to tell Dane, an Olympic gold medalist, uh, someone like, because of course yeah. in the society you can't, if, you, if, you don't you, if you're that. trying to tell him that, yeah. oh my God, this doesn't know what he's doing. You know what he's done? I'm like, yeah, he's gotten mm -hmm. the keys to the truck and he's won two championships with it. Okay. Yeah. But he was a workhorse. Yeah. But I told Dane, and this is something Dane should know better because with Eric, what he had to do didn't had nothing to do with science. Winning in Sydney, that was not science. Science said they should have lost. Science said they should have lost at the round of 16. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he should know better. Mm -hmm. When I tell you this, The scientists are the coaches. We, we were talking about coaching volleyball mm -hmm. and how okay. and how we're supposed to respond to how the body works right. and apply that science to our practice. Okay. And I said, never let that defy or um, supersede or trump right. who the real scientists are. It's us, Dane. Yeah. We've been doing this for 22 years. Yeah. We've been experimenting with people of all sample sizes mm -hmm. and see what we're, 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 we're right. literally in that, that's the lab. Yep. 
Those are the, the kids, the players. Those are the test tubes. That that cannot be ignored and certainly not superseded. Nor should it. So he's like, so so he's like, want. so basically, just throw crap to a wall and see what sticks. I said, yes. And trust your <laughs> yes. intuition. <laughs> throw crap to the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. What do you think science is? What do you think they're doing in a lab? Yeah. They're throwing Hypothesis. crap on the wall yep. and seeing what sticks, and they're and they're, and yeah. they're writing notes, and yeah. they're and through what yeah. they know and their expertise combined with the data, come yeah. up with scientific conclusions, not yeah. scientific facts, which is an oxymoron. It's true. Yeah. God, we can cover. Yeah. Like every subject and and everything that we. I mean, we didn't get to half the stuff, and we never do. Yeah. But I appreciate your candor mm -hmm. and your research and yeah. the way that you go about life so much and i'm so proud to call you my friend because this nice. is our stories are just yeah the things that matter they're, they really are they're the things that matter and what you're doing with juniors players mm -hmm. raising your own kid love kelly everything that you just the the passion you go after yes. life with is it's it's admirable it's what the world needs it's what people need to see so i commend you for it I thank you so much for coming today and having this conversation. I think we should, we could probably do this every week. Um, maybe there's we should a show do, idea there. We should there. do like a 30 yeah. minute, like the beat. Yeah, or, or, or I'm and, telling you, you know, we could, or, we'd have to discipline our process, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> we would, but I'm, well, I'm we, so game. Well, we are yeah. in, the, in the middle yeah. of an evolution, right? It's like Absolutely. every month. Yeah. We have these new ideas and, and we have yeah. the studios now and yeah. the tech and now we have good tech people and, right. and but our values stay the same. Yeah. You know, but our ability to understand evolves. Yeah. So we gotta make that end run. Yeah. We're yeah. we're looking to make the end run. So thank you for helping yeah. me do it. Yeah. And um, follow the math, people, not the science. Yeah. Follow the math. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming today, Jay. You are the best example of my tagline and it's just be real, be you and be better. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to What I Meant to Say. If you enjoyed this conversation, you know what to do. Subscribe, rate, review. And for more great content, courses, and lifestyle, go to BeBetterMedia.tv. Some of these stories contain sensitive content about real-life events, and all of the information in this podcast and from anywhere on the Be Better Media website is for informational purposes only. If you find that you need help, which we all do from time to time. Please reach out to a licensed professional for help.